0: Welcome to Abdul Kareem Al Hamidah Talks, a podcast that gives you a perspective of a Muslim couple on matters regarding relationships, life struggles, and higher values. We all possess an inner world that we call the mind. No one doubts this. This inner world consists of our feelings, needs, intentions, perceptions, dreams, ambitions, expectations, amongst others. Mentalization is about how we relate to this inner world, both that of our own and of others in a way that is open, curious, and continuous. You can imagine how this is especially important in a marriage where you share so much of your life together. Mentalization is therefore the focal point of episode 13, which is a continuation of the series 359 degrees marriage, where we focus on the many different facets of marriage. We talk about how the best framework for a good ability to mentalize is deeply dependent on a secure attachment to our parents. The ability to mentalize is something we take with us into adult life and is especially important when we start a family of our own. This ability determines how good we are at forming strong bonds with our loved ones but also determines our ability to understand and deal with strong emotions and reactions in ourselves and in others. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome. To Abdul and Hamida talks. My name is Abdul
1: and my name is Hamida.
0: And uh, we are back here talking Danish. Um, for anyone who doesn't know who Dan- what Danish is, it's uh, it's uh, the 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 English that Danish speaking people talk.
1: N- not all, not well, all Danes. But well, of anyway, course. it's an but attempt it's, uh, to to speak English, but um, with uh, a caveat that we are not native English speakers. Exactly. So we'll try our best to be comprehensible for you.
0: Yes. So yeah. And uh, today mm. we are, uh, we are. This is a continuation of our discussion about how uh, we look back at our upbringing our childhood uh, and understand our relationship or how we function how we perceive a relationship um w- uh, our uh,
1: expectations yes. and, and our reactions maybe even in when we are in close relationships so of course this whole series is um, geared Towards, um, toward tw- towards 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 um marriage couples and mm. and, and that sort of uh, and that sort of things
0: so yes. and and today <coughs> we will be because last episode we talked about attachment you introduced the four different attachment styles mm. uh, and how these uh, can be observed in Childhood, but also in mm. adult uh, life. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. d- I don't remember actually whether we, w- we went into the discussion about uh, adult uh, attachment interviews and so on. Do you mm, remember? No, I don't think we, we didn't. I think
1: We covered it. Um, well, the thing is that we record this in, in, in Danish. Yes. And then we record it in English, yes. so that's why we sometimes get confused, uh, exactly. and I we don't we always listen uh, listen back to the previous episodes. Exactly. But bear with us, uh, anyway. We're going um, to repeat I it, even though we, uh, if uh, it happens that I did mention it, mm-hmm. uh, I will mention it once again here. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm quite sure we we discussed it in the Danish one about yeah. mentalization. Yeah. So, we will be. Building upon
1: last time last
0: time's discussion about attachment styles and how this can have a direct influence on our adult life but mm. especially on our uh, you know on our marriage on mm. our relationships because we are yeah. shaped uh, by by these uh, early years yeah. and today we'll be going into uh, a discussion about mentalization mm.
2: uh,
0: and you will be uh, guiding us mm. again this is your area not mine this mm. is more about psychology language communication understanding mm. and so on so uh, so i am the you know the the curious one trying to understand these things mm. uh, and uh, and hopefully um, this way w- uh, you know it doesn't yeah, go and just be a theoretical discussion about you know mm. these things, but
1: you'll be my anchor in this discussion because uh, I think you, like most people, might not be familiar with these terms and theories and, and sets of uh, ideas. So mm. you'll hold me accountable to. to exactly. Okay, this does not make sense. How can you explain this? And this is. Um, uh, yes, and
0: how can we, rel- we relate? How can we relate it to? marriage exactly yeah to our uh, uh, main theme so So
1: i think first of all i'd just like to to highlight why we started off uh, talking about children because Mm. it might seem a bit weird um, or you might wonder why what does children's attachment styles have to do with adult people Mm. so like uh, clearly i think there's a uh, a good reason why it's a it's um it's a nice place to start because we all were, were children and the way that we are formed uh, maybe for once we can we might even recognize some of these uh, uh, patterns in our own upbringing mm-hmm. Um but also that these uh, patterns affect us uh, not only when we are children but they are like um, affecting us th- the whole life attachment needs doesn't stop when you grow up uh, on the contrary we keep having uh, a need to being attached to mm-hmm. a, a close human being through, throughout our whole lives mm-hmm. and um, and of course it it changes our needs uh, are not the similar ne- needs that we had when we were children but it's still the basic uh, sense that we have to be close to other people in mm. order for us to survive physically or mentally mm. uh, or just you know to have a meaningful life um, we we ha- we need relationships so this uh, um, is especially highlighted because of the aspect of the relationship in uh, and, and the importance of having um, secure relationships in our lives. Uh, mm. in, in childhood. In childhood and uh, adulthood. Okay. Both both uh, mm. uh, stages, yeah.
0: And we spoke about it as a, you know, this is kind of a main theme when we talk about marriage and about relationships. Mm-hmm. This this uh, this ongoing quest uh, reconciling or um, finding a balance between these two basic needs. The one being the, the need of belonging to mm. the need of attachment to mm. being uh, you know loved and being part of a community, a family, mm. relationship, couple, and so on. Mm. But at the other hand, we have the need to. To you know, to be autonomous, to mm. to to be able to have our own you sense know of sense of agency exactly, and, and, and you know, and this yeah. is a um. this is a you know like a main theme when we are discussing this because mm. it is a a, a challenge. It mm. isn't like well, this is es- mm. especially when life and circumstances are changing. Always, mm. sometimes mm. we need to maybe give more Mm. sometimes we need to take more yeah or you know we need
1: both uh, exactly stances if you uh, will Um, the problem is when things go wrong Mm. uh, oftentimes they seem opposing these um, These different needs they seem Mm. like they can't coexist you can't Mm. both be uh, authentic to yourself and and true to your own ideals and values mm. and and at the same time like be um conformed to to a group or a exactly. relationship or or other people uh but but in reality they they complement each other these exactly. two um these two uh, systems of behavior yeah. if you might call it that And that's
0: actually the s- the the let's call it the the irony of it that that if you don't, uh, if you don't uh, make them complement each other, mm. it actually means that you lose both. Yeah. You know. Well, uh, that's. I, I would
1: argue that most problems in relationships uh, have a root in this uh, this, uh, this schism or, or this yeah I- unbalance, like mm. the cap- the the incapacity to harmonize between these two uh, very mm. important aspects of our well-being mm. and, and, and just you know thriving mm. and, and so on so mm. well um today yes. the, the this was a, r- a long introduction mm. <laughs> but the um, the program or the agenda for today is for mm. us to talk about uh, a specific uh, concept mm-hmm. called mentalizing mm-hmm. um that I find very useful mm. um, that is also closely related to attachment theory. Mm. So um, we'll dive into that today.
0: Could, could you, before we just mm. uh, like recap, because yeah. last time we discussed, you know, these four uh, uh, attachment styles mm. and and uh, if you could just, uh, you know, do uh, a brief uh, yes, recap. Yeah, exactly. because. Um, for then yeah? we jump into the discussion because i feel mm-hmm. it's like mentalization is mm. uh it's uh it's like a, a how do you say yeah
1: it's like uh, a build uh, on top yes on, uh, on, on yeah. the attachment theory yeah so exactly so the the four well uh i think i might even um, try a different take on it uh, mm-hmm. you know just uh, by introducing how we in the science literature and how um, how the patterns of attachment in adults mm. uh, how they were kind of like discovered mm. and uh, formalized and categorized mm. um, I think that will give us both a sense on how these attachment styles look in in uh, adult people and how they relate to the the patterns that that were observed in, in children uh, as we s- spoke about last uh, episode in mm. this uh, experiment that's called the, the stranger. Strange, uh, sh- mm. strange stranger situation or strange sh- situation mm. so um, well the way that we uh, in in, um, in um, uh, research that's mm. the word I was r- looking for. Not science. The research um, basically took off when uh, when um, they way the some uh, some researchers, mainly w- uh, one called Mary Main. Um, um
0: this is the research about mentalization. No, this or is the research about, attach- about adult attachment. Uh, adult uh, patterns. attachment. Yeah. Stuff. Well,
1: they th- basically what happened is that they um, created a interview. Mm-hmm because you couldn't put adults in a strange situation with toys and with and, toys with, with and, their and parents and, and so on, that would be ridiculous so mm. how could we learn about uh, adults attach- uh, attachment, attachment p- patterns and that's where mm. the language came in and that's mm. how I got introduced to this uh, theory mm. because um, it, um, a lot of these um, uh, discoveries are dependent mm. on, on speech and how we uh, we um, Analyze speech and what mm. speech does, and what it doesn't do, and, and how it affects relationships and communication, and basically also our own uh, psychological development. So, this interview was uh, created uh, with the with the with the purpose of uh, you know untangling or discovering how people related to their own background, to, mm. th- to attachment relationships in general, and how they viewed close relationships, uh, if they valued them or mm, if they didn't value them, and how their stories appeared from their um, the, the answers that they gave to the mm. questions. During so the interview? During the interview. So mm. basically, you, you had these uh, researchers uh, asking uh, questions to randomized the uh, what is it called called it's uh, you know people who are participating in this research Mm -hmm. and and also this research uh, has also been done on parents to compare Ah, to to parents uh, to generations yes to generations to compare uh, the outcome of the the interview with the outcome of the strange situation Mm. and to see if there's any uh, connection there Mm. so and just
0: uh, quickly. Mm. Uh, if anyone is listening to this and thinking, what is it about this stranger, strange experiment or situation, mm. we uh, we discussed this in the previous. And if you didn't listen to the previous, uh, I think it would make a lot of sense, yeah, too. Yeah, I think. Because we're like, we're we'll referring buil- back to... Building on top of it yeah, because exactly. it we can't
1: always, you know, yeah. it would be... we
0: need to... to built on. Yeah, exactly. Yes.
1: We can't keep repeating what we say. So, yeah. Well, basically, when you had these um, interviewees, um, you you, a- you would ask them questions, first mm. of all, about how their childhood memories, about their relationships with their mothers were, and their relationships with their fathers, and if they could mention... Um, give give some ad- ad adjectives on how they would describe their relationships and then the, they would give the adjectives and they were they, they would be asked to give uh, concrete examples of mm. how this uh, adjective manifested and people would say different things some would say it was very sad and some would mm. say it was tragic and some would say it was very happy and some would say it was about la- their childhood about their childhood and mm. they would give different adjectives and the mm. key here is not the adge- adjective adjectives by themselves, but the stories that were related to these mm. adjectives. Could you give an example of how you felt that you had a happy childhood or you had a, ha- a, a caring relationship with your parents or uh, 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 or something like that? And then the, the respondents or the interviewees would uh, come up with different stories and, and then these um stories would be then analyzed and coded mm. and then um, also other questions would be like uh, when you were sick as, as a child what did you do how did your how did you react and and, and uh, did you ever uh, get separated from your parents and mm. how did you feel and how what what what, what was the circumstances and um uh, and what was your parents reactions and what were your your own reactions and and th- then it goes on to, you know, ask questions about, okay, uh, now that you're an adult, and how did you think, uh, what what did you change your perspective, or wh- was there something that you learned from this, and uh, c- can you uh, maybe explain why your parents did this or, or that, mm. and, and depending on how um, the answers were, they were, like, categorized in different groups, and you could clearly tell that the, the patterns of avoidance, mm. the patterns of ambivalence, and mm. the patterns of secure attachment were and also the disorganized pattern. The, all mm. the four categories that, that were observed wi- with children repeated themselves in, in the narratives. Mm. And the way that they were coded was like, let's just, uh, for instance, take the, w- the first uh, uh, category, the secure attached. Uh, uh, attend uh, what do you call it Uh, interview Mm -hmm. subjects Uh, their stories would be very um, comprehensive and they would uh, uh, like they would sometimes refer to their childhood as being very difficult Mm -hmm. uh, and then they would give stories that explained the difficulties so there was like um, congruency and coherence in their stories like, like they they were able to talk about even difficult um uh, aspects of, the of their childhood mm. in a coherent manner and also um include their parents' um, perspectives on mm. on uh, uh maybe on the their view and and uh, uh also um they were um, um not Overly dramatizing or uh, overly romanticizing Mm. their their uh, relationships, yeah. Balanced. It it was like you would call it a balanced, and and they were also Mm. willing to explore these uh, sub subjects. Uh, They were
0: even though it's a strange person. Yeah, even though there's it's Uh, a stranger uh, they're discussing. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: and also they would be um, very attuned to the interview uh, researcher, so Mm. they were like. They would answer the questions not, um, uh, you know, as closely as possible, and not detour to a lot of mm. other subjects. And and also they would not be like concise and, and very um, brief brief yeah. in their mm. answers, like they, as if they weren't interested in mm. in these topics. So that's the secure. That's
2: mm.
1: basically the main. Uh, characteristics and then you had the avoidant uh, uh, interviewees and they would typically answer answer very briefly Mm. they would typically uh, when they were asked to give uh, adjectives to describe their childhood relationships with their parents they would oftentimes be very positive Mm. Um, but when they were asked to give examples uh, it was very um, Actually, non-existent, or maybe even mm. contradictory
2: to they to the. They couldn't back it up.
1: They couldn't back it up with concrete examples, mm. and and they didn't seem very interested in in diving into these subjects. It's mm. like, well, either they could also um, reply as like, oh, well, I don't remember, and mm. even uh, and not even really showing an uh, an effort to try to remember and and be curious about their own pasts. It's like. Well, this is not relevant. So, yeah. Even
0: though they said something, you know, which contradicted that. Yeah. So they or
1: maybe you could say that they would say it was a happy uh, childhood. Childhood. And how would you describe? Well, we we had food. We had uh, security. With mm. like very not referring to any. Uh, yes, not referring to any actual. Um, loving or care, caring behavior mm-hmm. uh, Towards them and also mm-hmm. when they were sick they would like they were skip many of the things mm-hmm. that their te- Narratives tended to be very poor like um, mm-hmm. very uh, f- 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 n- Not I- not actually in some sense non-existent, so that's the avoidant pattern
2: Okay,
1: A- and then you had the ambivalent pattern where it was um, actually the, the opposite they they were t- uh, their stories um, showed that they had a tendency to actually be still very involved and very preoccupied with with many of the things that uh, their that the childhood uh, experiences that they had they would maybe even uh, seem like they would um, uh, overly expose or overly you know um, engage in these stories and, mm. and
0: Like they were still very alive alive and and strong. Yeah,
1: and in a place of very high emphasis on relationships and their impact on them today. Mm. uh, Like how it uh, maybe even governs their way of life now, uh, Mm. even today when they're adults. And Mm. uh, their stories would be also very fragmented, not very coherent. They would uh, jump from one uh, incident to the other and... And be very um, overly all over the place, you you could say.
0: But but are these mm. people who had been previously, you know, tested the, the in the or or um, were a part of these stranger? Or strange uh, well experiment? Well,
1: ha- I, th- I believe that there has been uh, a follow up, like mm. wha- they, uh, when you do a strange situation and maybe 20 years later do mm. an adult attachment interview, I don't, I can't refer to the exact, um, mm. uh, but I, I've read some somewhere that they also have been uh, tested, uh, in, tested this way, in this way, Yeah, but what I'm referring to mainly now is, it's th- is just the, the, uh, adult. the categories and mm. also and how to uh, and also how the these traits um, if when tes- tested in, l- let's say, an, um, a mother, a pregnant uh, mother, mm-hmm. uh, that gives the, these types of, uh, of stories when she later uh, delivers and has a baby, and, mm-hmm. and maybe a year after the baby is maybe is a year old and mm. they test uh, ah, the baby in the strange the uh, the situation, you can see that actually the there's yeah, uh, it's it's very results, high yeah. it's not a hundred percent no, no, no. But, but it's it's high statistically
0: it's, uh, significant
1: statistically I think it's point seven or, or mm. something it's quite high in, in mm. the in the psychological uh, uh, scientific um, literature literature yeah, yeah. Research. so
0: okay. <coughs> but okay so yeah so all of these uh, let's call it all of this insight from today you 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 didn't use the the you know the strange experiment but the adult attachment interview Mm. how do we take this into the the context of marriage or Mm. relationships as adults because uh, it can uh, seem like well okay that's very interesting but
1: far-fetched yeah no but it's
0: like it's it's difficult to see the link between that and between Mm. being in a marriage and tackling Mm. Mm. you know the different things
1: well you can you can say well both of you have uh, you and I have um some experience in in dealing with couples uh, troubles and in 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 counseling and so on and and oftentimes these patterns sh- show up in in all kinds of relationships even in our own uh, you and i mm. we we can track these tendencies uh, within us mm. and that's and of course, when it gets to real life, uh, things are not uh, so um, as uh, as pristine as they are <laughs> in science. Because in science, we do have to work with categories. Of we course. do have to have things like this, uh,
2: uh,
1: yeah, you know, like boxes that exactly. you put uh, traits in. But in real life, people are affected by a lot of different um, mm. uh, tendencies and patterns, and they can show Those. up.
0: Over uh, and
1: cross over and show up in different contexts mm. and also in different with different people. Mm. Um, so, uh, our that's what we also talked about last time. That this attachment theory uh, is also based on uh, a lot of evolution, uh, evolutionary thinking. Mm. So it was like okay, if we think back in how nature. Like we would say, Allah created <laughs> this uh, system, but mm. let 's just say nature and how it um, it unfolds, like is it supposed to be a mom and a dad unfolds, unfolds yeah, and uh, but, uh, a mother and a father uh, or or only a mother influencing a child that's not the real world, of mm. course, a lot of b- people are part of the baby's world uh, grandparents, uh, siblings Especially and fathers. Especially beforehand and all of of all of these people's um, imprint Mm -hmm. so to say uh, certain types of uh, strategies patterns and so on to this child Mm. and also not to forget that we have dispositions that's Mm -hmm. also not something that I think is very much discussed in the attachment literature, mm. how we are disposed genetically, because uh, this discussion about what the the yeah. genes are, the environments, what's mm. forming us, yeah. uh, of course the answer is both, and yeah. all agree that it's both, but some theories yeah. focus on uh, environment yeah, and some... Uh, Yeah, and give precedence to uh, to the environment, Mm. and attachment theory is one of them. Mm. But uh, there's also genes and how they express themselves Mm. uh, temperamentally. Because Mm. we know we have three children, we know that Mm. they are they they are different Mm. even from the first day that they they were born. We could Mm. sense that they were uh, different in temperaments, Mm. Um, not overly different but but uh, you can can sense that they have a disposition that they Mm. like meet the world and how they they are affects how you react to Mm. them so this dynamic is ever present and can never be taken out of the equation but back to your question how does this relate to marriage because Mm. it can seem far-fetched to talk about adult attachment interview Mm. how does it affect in, in marriages but Back to the question about um, uh, a lot of the experience that we have with couples counseling mm, is counseling like uh, yes. these dynamics show up continuously. Mm-hmm. You have one part uh, shutting down and another part uh, just trying overly trying to and to, to to open or to to open or to connect and mm. to to ah. create connection, mm. and the other is pushing back mm. uh, and and actually wants some. Um, let's say autonomy Mm. Uh, so this dialectic uh, is is constantly present in and it can show up and manifest in all sorts of uh, differences and Mm. arguments and issues that people have whether it's financially or it's um, family matters like uh, in-laws or it's um, uh, children and child wearing how to how do you bring up your children and how do you uh, address conflict and disagreement and and it c- i i don't know if you want to to me to give a concrete example, but i think um <coughs> we can maybe get into that in okay uh,
0: yeah yeah it's it just later uh, on. important to yeah. keep the the <coughs> link clear mm. because it's it's uh, some of it is heavy you know theoretical mm. Uh, mm. and uh, and i think also the listeners who know come along on this ride mm. are interested in going a little bit deeper than mm. just saying well we have a relationship we have two people and that's yeah. a couple and then a marriage and then problems because it is a, a matter of uh, of deciding that we want to like we want to to understand deeper if we want to improve mm. on a deeper level mm. because we can make small adjustments and improvements and okay this is not good for me or for you or Mm. but if we want to like to to go into the let's call it to to the fundamentals yeah well this
1: is actually the the whole idea of of talking about attachment and for hopefully (laughs) we'll get to mentalizing in a bit Mm. but i think it's the tool that you can use regardless of which kind of problems you have, because Mm. definitely most of the time maybe 90 percent of the problems that we have in a relationship Go mm. goes back to these um, dynamics. I don't mm. say uh, I'm not, you know, postulating that. Um, of course, people can have uh, serious issues in their marriage, but most yeah, of the time, when it's relational, mm. when it's communicational, when it's m- a matter of, uh, of of love and connection,
2: mm.
1: I would bet that it has something to do with attachment or mentalizing. Mm. So these, uh, that's why so I think it's important to, you know, just Grasp the basics mm. uh, and and the the concrete or the the specificity
2: mm.
1: of your own situation you are the master of your own situation you are like you are the one who is most capable of seeing okay, how does my li- life look like what kind of troubles do, do we have what kind mm. of problems do we have and how do they relate to these basic human um, pattern not patterns and i uh, systems that we Mm. have um so that's my hope at least but uh, i know it's it's sometimes it's it's very nice to have concrete examples because you can ah okay this is what happens with me also because Mm. it can it can be too abstract but Mm. uh for now we we are in the theoretical landscape so i think i'll just keep on um maybe exploring these um concepts further mm. if you if you don't mind
0: yes of mm. course because mm. we need to go into the discussion about uh, uh, you know uh, mentalization yeah. because now we spoke d- yeah. yeah about attachment so we need this uh, new layer mm. yeah. especially when it comes to to Relationships, whether from uh, the early years, but especially also building on to yeah. the relationships as adults. Mm. So well,
1: I would say uh, mentalizing is actually an explanation mm. on how secure attachments are formed. Okay. Yeah, it's basically that's what it is. It's it explains how does it occur, how come some parents can give or uh, provide their children with secure attachment and some parents can't okay so And wha- what's going and on and yeah.
0: uh, just uh, for mm-hmm. me and mm-hmm. maybe for others mm-hmm. so because when you break it down and say how how can we understand or what is the explanation that some parents are able to to give secure attachment and mm-hmm. could you just again say a few words s- secure, secure attachment, attachment m- means here that 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 the the you know the parent is giving is is available emotionally it's
1: it it creates so that the the child's uh, emotional states are Mm. regulated Mm. and that they are um, responded to Mm. and that they are uh, able to both um, both seek Seek closeness Mm. when they are uh, Say when they're in need of closeness Mm -hmm. when they're sick and they're Mm. hungry and they have any needs, scared or or any of these Mm -hmm. um, needs that they have for security how and also give the the, the Security that will provide the the child with a base on which they can go out and explore the world and explore Mm. playing and and and, uh, and and being
0: away from the parent and exactly,
1: and forming their and language and and, fa- playing, and, and with playing with imagination and mm. and uh, forming bonds with other children and other mm. adults or just being uh, able to to both be secure and explorative at the mm. same time because this is what we believe is the the healthiest pattern for a child mm. to develop uh, cognitively and physically and mentally and. Uh, emotionally um and to yeah and to be on a pro- proper um, uh, 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 de- developmental path yes mm. and
0: and we spoke about last time that this doesn't mean that the parents uh, you know are like machines or angels you know mm. and ever just you know being emotionally connected under the right frequency mm. it's 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 still on a realistic yeah, level I, yeah. I think you mentioned like some research showed that if you have a secure attachment mm. like uh 30 percent or twenty five. yeah it's or like so
1: it's a, it's very it's connected to the concept that uh, one of w- one big uh psychologist uh called uh, winnicott, winnicott uh, yes. uh talked about being a good enough mother yes and this concept of being good enough doesn't mean that you have to be perfect or all 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 being responsive all the time Mm. and being uh, you know being at the spot uh, and always providing Mm. security and all because we are all human beings and and as you said we we have moments or periods in our our lives where we are stressed and Mm. we have situations that make us vulnerable and maybe we have illness in family maybe we have uh, financial insecurity maybe mm. we have uh, a lot of uh, different aspects can can uh, can um, affect our um, ability to be responsive to mm. our children so yeah. um, basically what the the, the theory is, hypothesis hypothesis is uh, that if you get it right mm. 33 times <laughs> percent of, uh, of the time.
0: So one-third.
1: One-third of the time. Okay. If you get it right, just mm. this amount of, of mm. time, and there's consistency in it,
2: mm. uh,
1: then then actually uh, the, the child will develop a secure attachment. Mm. So that's that's very, quite... <laughs> reassuring. <laughs> reassuring, yeah. Yes. For all of us. Because yes, <laughs> <we> exactly. <laughs> sometimes also we have ruined our kids' yeah, lives yeah. because we, we scream at them and we yeah. yell and we are not very... responsive and not very secure
0: emotional Um, level yeah because uh, when they get older our Mm. kids are old and
1: also one very very important uh, i think uh, point to this Mm. is also um, i think it was the 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 researcher who developed the the strange situations she was called mary ainsworth Mm. she highlighted that what she saw when she did observations, she also did os- observations in the homes of, mm. of different families. What what she observed is not that the the parents were always, you know, in tune with their children. Mm. It was when there was misattunement, mm. when there was like a disconnect or mm. something not well, not so optimal. conducive. The parents were always good at, you know, repairing mm. and going they back, and you know, they, they didn't just it you know, s- s- slide over it and go uh, uh, right mm. to the next, or ignore it, or maybe even uh, do something else. They they try to actually repair the, to mm. reconnect with their children, mm. maybe come with an, uh, give an explanation or say they're sorry mm. and and uh, you know talk to their children about what happened what happened why did exactly. i freak out at you why did i yell at you i'm sorry i it's not optimal but uh, this is what happened maybe you could do this next time so this aspect is also um and now we're you know.
0: this is speaking about small you know because the experiment was about one year yeah uh, of age yeah but, but you
1: also observed uh, older, families in, mm. in general so and this is
0: uh, i'm while you're uh, speaking about this Mm. this is a you know ongoing thing Uh, i know especially when our kids they get older you know and you have different kind of arguments Mm. and i find myself oftentimes you know when there has been some kind of heated situation or discussion Mm. having an argument with myself like Mm. well i think it's good that you should sit with them and you know and and like
1: try to hear their perspective yeah but also just to Mm. to
0: to apologize Mm. because sometimes like you said you you we lose our temper and Mm. you know and uh, it gets heated and Mm. and 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 it's it's just so uh, when you do it Mm. uh, i'm sure it's you know it's very like you said important for the child but also just for oneself it's it's like you get closure. Mm. It's like you, okay. I was mad. I mm. yelled at you, or you
1: have you have some kind of sense making mm. of what exactly. happened. That's I think that's the cue in here. That's the key um, point in here that for you both parts for both parts that you both are mutually trying to make sense of what mm. happened exactly. and in in not that it, it it's uh, you know it's uh, like oh and uh, overindulging in these conversations no. and uh, you know ah, oh, well it y- was your blame or was not well, not that kind of no, conversation no, but just like to diffusing. to to reconnect with the, with the, yeah. the child and, and you know just trying to to you know teach them that that uh, life is is not always um Straightforward, straightforward, and and, 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 the, and things can happen, and maybe also involve them if there's something, uh, some issues. Of course, to the degree that they are can are capable of of uh, understanding what what's going on in your yeah, life, like exactly. if there's an illness or uh, stress, or a, a stress or from or work or, or something, that you can exactly. involve them so that they can get some sense of, okay, why is my parents nutty today mm. or something.
2: Yes. Anyway,
1: that's uh, maybe a little sidetrack, but I think it was an uh, important one. Mm-hmm. So let's. So <laughs> we're already a lot into the podcast, and we haven't even started talking about mentalizing. Mm-hmm. So <coughs> I should we should we just uh, dive into it? Because I think it's it's a good. It's of course it's very much related to what we have already, already t- spoken about. So it's not like I'm going to need an hour to explain what mentalizing is. I mm-hmm. just think it's a a concept that, re- that, that helped me a lot mm. to you know to just you know configure what's going on here what mm. what is it that that really happens and wha- can we you know m- concept conceptualize it to make it a skill that we can actually practice mm. and be aware of in ourselves and others and mm. in you know just in so many ways to try to enhance it in some in some sense to enhance the, the, the ability to mentalize <coughs> mm. you said uh, actually i would like to uh, to point on you, you said mentalization mm. uh, earlier on yeah it 's a noun when you say mentalization, mm. you make it a noun, mm. but actually a lot of That's these um, yeah they they prefer the br- the verb mm. uh, mentalizing because it covers uh, s- give covers an aspect about mentalizing that isn 't covered when you use a noun because mm. mentalizing basically is something that we do naturally.
0: Mm
1: so um sh- so how
0: sh- would you define it uh, when you say it's something mm-hmm. that we do naturally
1: B- because we are always engaged in in, in in interacting with other people as as people that have mental states
2: mm-hmm. and
1: we also um perceive ourselves as being mental ag- agents that we are mm-hmm. not puppets mm-hmm. and we are not um Of course you can discuss if animals have a mental world or not but we are not we have a mental life inside of us Mm. we have thoughts we have feelings we Mm. have emotions and uh, intentions Mm. we have dreams imaginations Mm. we have ambitions we have all the sort of things perception Mm. Uh, all the um, the the elements the phenomenon of be having a mental state mm. we we can recognize it in ourselves mm. and we recognize it in other people okay so, so, so if you if you treat another person as not having a mental uh, life mm. you 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 wouldn't it would be absurd as if you treated another person as, as if they were like a, a shoe or a, a chair it would mm. be um, absurd that's why mm. I say we do it naturally mm. it comes to us naturally but of course in different degrees in different degrees so how does this relate to (laughs) attachment theory this Mm. simple very uh, humane uh, uh, universal thing uh, thing that we all do
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, but but just a second so Mm. so the 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 basic concept if we would boil it down is that it's uh, a matter of of uh, relating relating to other beings Mm -hmm. And to yourself mm. as uh, as beings that have mental states, yeah. because that sounds very simple. But mm. at the same time, when you're shouting at someone in the well, traffic,
1: that's, that's the that's exactly like the the point here. Yeah,
0: I, I recognize that it's not that simple. Mm. you' like, well, you're just any time
1: you you antagonize another person, mm. like a lot of these troubles that we see today like with the the yeah. riots in the mm. united states with racism mm. uh, in general mm. is a type of uh, a lack of mentalizing mm. it's like you when you you externalize uh, or you differentiate between between yourself and others so mm. much that y- the other is not something that you can recognize in yourself
2: mm.
1: at all mm. that's when you you dehumanize another person mm. and you you actually tend to switch off your uh, ability Ability. to mentalize about what the other person of another color or that's that's basically Mm. racism there Mm. in the nutshell Mm. yeah
0: yeah and I guess this is again just to to bring it back to the realm of marriage Mm. Uh, this is very recognizable especially when things get heated Mm. in a couple because when we are a couple other than, you know, the honeymoon phase, we mm. are just, you know, over maybe mentalizing. It's yeah. like, oh, she's thinking or he's thinking and mm. blah, blah, blah. But when... The actually, the
1: infatuation uh, or being in the state of falling in love is mm. actually turning off mentalizing. It is? It is, Yeah. Because you can't, you you really idealizing another person. Oh, so it's not so like a you're not, not seeing a them in all their dimensions. Yeah, are not grounded in yeah, reality. It's like, it's like a fantasy. Fairy tale, yeah, okay. It's a fantasy. Well, oh, mentalizing is uh, is a very uh, a much, subtle, more, balanced m- much more balanced, much more balanced, much more humane mm, sort of way to relate to another person mm. with all the the. the, the Greatness, but also all the all difficulties the and, mm, and all the, the, the complexities.
0: And the colors, and uh, exactly also mm. the
1: complexities that all persons have. Even mm. y- in yourself, you can recognize that you are not. That simple mm. uh, internally, you have yeah. conflicting emotions, you have conflicting thoughts, you mm. maybe are some some aspects of you that you are not even aware of that mm. shows up in uh, when get when you get triggered and mm. you can't understand your own reaction and
2: mm. w- it's yeah. very
1: it's when you dive into it it's it's much more complex than well oh yeah how are you doing well the weather is good and yeah. you look nice and uh, how you. Uh, well, that's very superficial mentalizing, yes. but when you get to the core of it, especially, especially in, the in relationship, a relationship, yeah, that's that can be very tricky because
0: mm. uh, also especially because it's like mm. a dual thing. Yeah, it's like always keeping
1: keeping your own mind in mind and the and other the person's other per- mi- exactly. mind in mind, but what I, simultaneously, I uh, yeah. what
0: I wanted to use an as an example is that uh, when we are in a couple and things are going okay, we have mm. a lot of you know, uh, love and 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 you, you have know, empathy, respect yeah. and empathy and mm. all of that. But mm. but but when things get heated, mm. the the other person you can perceive them like as a as a almost like a you know a mm. devil. Yes, yeah, there's like a, well a d- yeah. And and you I, I guess that it's uh, just it like switches I, I, off. Yes, it yeah. switches off completely. Mm. So mm. it's like. They just want me to be sad, and they did this, and they said mm. that, and blah, 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 blah. Mm. And then, they like...
1: They are out to get me, exactly or... Exactly,
0: and they y- did this because mm. it's mm-hmm. there, there is evil intent.
1: Also, another aspect, maybe a little more grim uh, example to, to come up with now, but uh, in the process of us just, you know, laying out uh, what, what this concept is, like, let's say you're, you live in a, in a repressive... Uh, s- uh, state Mm. and you get caught state State, like in a a, a country regime where where unfortunately it happens that people get incarcerated Ah, and and they get tortured and Mm. then you switch off your mentalizing capacities Mm. because because you cannot it's scary there's this interrogator that wants information out of you Mm. you wouldn't it could be the most scary experience to actually mentalize what's the, the interrogator, interrogator has in store for you mm-hmm. like maybe torture or something mm-hmm. so there are you know it's not like you have to mentalize always and in, in, in it's a good thing always because we and even in, in settings like more normal settings if you know yeah, that conflict, settings, conflict if yeah. you're a
0: police <coughs> man, yeah and you have to like uh, you know, mm. stop some s- kind of conflict. Mm. I guess you are not mentalizing. You are just dealing with mm. people as agents of yeah. chaos.
1: But let's imagine in a, in a couple, mm-hmm. uh, and you have maybe a lot of issues, and 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 if they have you know grown with time escalated, and so on yeah. and escalated and you have maybe experiences of being hurt or mm. uh, or of of maybe suspecting your spouse uh, on cheating on you mm. or maybe having other preferences than you or something it can be scary you know to mentalize in mm. that instance like uh, in in those uh, you would rather maybe switch off your mentalizing ability and, and unfortunately that also does it for your own good because you can't you know it's like escaping from a monster that you don't want to face because it's scary Mm -hmm. so that's also a reason why we one of the reasons that that we we can talk about the reasons why we fail to mentalize or our mentalizing ability uh, switches off there Mm -hmm. are many instances in 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 everyday life that can can make it happen for us if we are afraid if we are ashamed then we we don 't uh, all uh, very um strong strong feelings emotions. can can switch off our uh, mentalizing ability because mm. we we are simply too hurt b- by those it 's too painful mm. to be in those relationships, so we tend to avo- avoid pain that 's mm. why we switch off mentalizing it's it's It can be easier to just go with the motions and mm. and and analyze things from the outside or maybe I think uh, we have the tendency a lot in our own, if we maybe uh, look at uh, Muslim Muslim communities, communities. that we Mm. tend to quickly switch on to, well, hadith and Qur'an and sunnah and and rules and fiqh, instead of, you know, dealing with our own emotions. Instead of delving with
0: the complexity. Yeah,
1: and oh, then we can say, well prophet said this and he wanted oh, this and it's like externalizing something I, i'm not saying that it's wrong to refer to no 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 to but all these uh, can, beautiful things that we have in course. religion, but we can use them as a shield actually to avoid looking inside of us because we 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 are not so willing to dive into our own um, insecurities maybe mm. shadows maybe now use the, the word shadow it's uh, of course and um Jung. Uh, yeah, it's a concept not from attachment theory, but from Jung because I'm, yeah, you, know, you know, studied uh, right. a little right. bit about Jung from Jordan Peterson that we have uh, mm. also studied a bit. So yeah, this these aspects of our self that and other people also because mm. they are present in all people um, mm. that they are can be scary and very painful that we would rather maybe just shut off.
0: Mm. <coughs> but uh, I, w- I would like, uh, because now you mentioned something which wasn't maybe uh, like uh, on our agenda per se, mm. but I think it's very relevant mm. uh, and maybe you could just uh, explain, because especially when it comes to marriage, you mentioned this, maybe what you or you perceive as a tendency mm. in Muslim communities mm. and, uh, and we both agree on this because throughout the years when we've been doing some uh, counseling and, and involved in different uh, settings mm. we s- we see this tendency but but what do you mean especially when uh, uh, talking about marriage mm. because you said this this uh, this uh, you know like taking for example, hadith and Quran and like using them to close things mm. instead of saying we have to like...
1: Well, you explain them with hadith. You, you explain h- what you experience, mm. what your emotions are, mm. what happened between you and your past. You explain them. You, t- you tend to give explanations to more rational you, you it can also be uh, rational explanations or mm-hmm. um, uh, or y- you can you know use very um cliche uh that's what that's what actually maybe these religious explanations could could be some kind of cliche uh, explanation on on a feeling or an incident or something that well, well, because women are like this, and the Prophet said, "Men are like that," and th- this is why this happens. And mm. I- so if you so get what I mean. So it's
0: but but when you say explain, mm. don't you? Isn't it more like in, uh, you simplify?
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, because exactly when you say explain, it mm. could
0: mean other than simplify. Because mm. I, I think for me, the distinction is between. Uh, it's just
1: the point that that you are un- unwilling to dive into mental state that's what mm. mentalizing is mm.
0: you so, you so
1: discover you try to be curious and open mm. and and try to discover what mental states motivations affects feelings triggers mm. what is what is this what is it what what, what does the mental state say about this situation mm. and when i say explanation by referring to external
0: External As things. Ah, external okay. things mm. like
1: rationality or some religion quote or, or some, quote or some or value or, yeah. or some... Ma- maybe even know. mathematics or something. Yeah. Something that is not related to mental state. Mm. And I'm not saying that it's Everything. only the mental state mm. that that is that is uh, important. Yeah, applicable. But we, we have to. That's balance. what mentalizing is also. You have to mentalize, but you have to anchor it in reality. Mm. You have to anchor it in what happens in, in the real world, or it's actually mm. not mentalizing, then it gets to maybe uh, an over, uh, you know, mentalizing for the mentalizing sake, and maybe mm. also over focusing on mental states and to the, uh, to, I- the to the extent that it that disconnects dis- from, from the real world.
0: Mm. Yeah, and it 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 ma- yeah, sense, yeah, and we have a lot of yeah, we have a lot of focus. On this concept of maybe
1: I can explain because we uh, they have uh, they research you know uh, explains this in four dimensions they mm-hmm. say they explain like attachment uh, sorry mentalizing happens in four four dimensions mm-hmm. the first one is it can be um, uh, cognitive or affective, mm-hmm. you know it can be you can mentalize thoughts mm-hmm. Uh, and you can em- mentalize emotions, but
0: but is it one?
1: No, it's it's uh,
0: because it you w- me- you mentioned thoughts and it's
1: it's like this um,
0: continuum. Continuum. Yes,
1: it's never only affect, and it's never only cognition. Mm. You always have Move a mix. Between. But maybe sometimes you can be more af- affective so and you know emotional, like mentalizing emotions, mm-hmm. and sometimes you can mentalize uh, a cog- cognition thinking with a bit of emotion in it do you get me so
0: it's like a balance between emotions yeah. and rationality or
1: uh, emotions and cognition like thinking yeah. uh, uh, like uh, analyzing behavior or something okay. o- o- like just just we use this example in in um, Danish? In, the, in the Danish, uh, when we you walk in the streets, like this is an ah, implicit uh, okay, cognition. Okay. There are no, mm. no emotional uh, yeah, uh, yeah. attached. There are emotions. There always are emotions. Yeah, yeah. But they are very Sudden. insignificant mm. in this case because you want to cross the street. So you're walking in the street. And the street? there's someone walking towards you. And you have to figure out which. You go to the left or does he g- he go to the left or right? Mm. And how you just, so that you it's don't like bump a into a each a
0: other. Uh, it's a very
1: um, more mundane, uh, mm. quite uh, also everyday use of mentalizing. That's why we don't bump yeah. into each other. We kind of read each other and one goes to mm. one side and the other goes to, other to the other side. That's a form of mentalizing cognitively. It's and cognitively. Also it's cognitively because it's, it's not emotional. Emotional ah. uh, mentalizing is... But it's, is
0: it's very, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, what is called, ubevist. Uh,
1: uh, yeah it's, it's uh, it implicit it's that's okay. another dimension one of the four dimensions is either it's cognitive mm-hmm. or it's affective, or both
2: mm-hmm. of
1: course it's always yeah, it's both but more continuum. on the continuum mm-hmm. and there's also the continuum of implicit or explicit when you walk in the street and you want to not bump into another person mm-hmm. that's very implicit you mm-hmm. don't do it consciously mm-hmm. you d- the 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 minute it gets conscious mm-hmm. is called explicit that's when something occurs that you didn't expect.
0: Mm. So like it drags you out of unconscious. It da- so drags it you out uh,
1: of the implicit over to the explicit. Like uh, if, if the person suddenly you, that it you want makes, to something uh, makes something unexpected. or stands up and looks at you and wants to strike a conversation, mm. in that few seconds you explicitly mentalize why mm. does he stop, mm. what does he want. Mm. You assume intentionality. You assume there's something behind his behavior. That's mm. why he stops and wants to talk to you. Mm. You mentalize. And it's a very uh, simple way yeah. of looking at mentalizing because yeah. we do it all, all the time in, yeah. in, in, in so many different instances that mm. we are not even... Um, yeah, aware of, A- aware aware of it. it. Mm. So that's the explicit and implicit. Mentalizing. So that's the second. That's uh, the second. Also, when you like imagine now, if I if I just suddenly uh, took off my microphone and just wait uh, went out mm. outside, what would you think?
0: I would think, what's going on?
1: Yeah, what would you think was going on with
0: me? I w- I don't Maybe know. I would think uh, she is. Uh, it's, it's difficult <laughs> to imagine. But, uh, but this is your
1: test, <laughs> mentalizing yeah, test.
0: Exactly. <laughs> well, well, maybe you would I think I, would, I was would
1: anxious, I was angry about something you said, and I didn't want to s- participate. You
2: would. Uh, n- if there
0: wasn't like some kind of buildup, then I would be very. You know, like, uh, what, what what's going on? on? <laughs> what's, uh, what's She's
1: uh, demonstrating a point now. Yeah. <laughs> well, either way, you are making up. Creating an explanation in mm. your own head mm. because something unexpected occurred, mm. and that can occur in all the cir- circumstances in our family. Like when mm. if I suddenly made some food and I slapped it on the table, mm. uh, and and didn't avoid it on <laughs> eye contact, or
0: <laughs> it's interesting uh, examples yeah, if, you have.
1: You know, just uh, yeah, yeah. to give an example. Mm. You would assume there's something wrong. She's mm. angry at something that I did s- or something. There s- uh, an explanation
0: yeah. behind. You, like you yesterday, actually. <laughs> you know, I was late yesterday again. Yeah. And I was, uh, you know, I was very... Uh, Apprehensive. I, no, I was uh, maybe uh, prepared, like, y- because you had good reason to be a little uh, irritated. irritated because it? because mm. it took a lot of time. Fixing my phone, mm-hmm. and then I met one person, and then I met the other person, and, and then
1: you started talking. Uh, and Yeah,
0: talking. and then we had I had to buy a groceries. Anyway, yeah. so so it, but it was like a mild form. So I wasn't like it wasn't like I was expecting. But if I had a
1: bad day, maybe, mm-hmm. and, and I had some other issues, mm-hmm. you would. You would try to make up an explanation Why, okay, Mm. that's because I was late But maybe there's something more We we experience it with our own kids When they come back from school And and there's there's something ticking And you can sense that something is not right And and then you try to Either make up a a story in your head Mm. But uh, mentalizing also um, includes Asking questions and Mm -hmm. being Being curious curious, and open uh, and mm -hmm. being interested generally Mm -hmm. in mental states Mm -hmm. Um, and and treating other people as if they are people that have mental states Mm -hmm. as you have emotions and and, and desires and and disappointments maybe or Mm -hmm. and all of these uh, sorts of of activities. yeah, So yeah some of the other uh, dimensions just to go over them Uh, Mm -hmm. the, the third is self other. Dimension, uh, And of course here is also not... What does it mean, self? Self, no you can other. be mentalizing uh, yourself. Mm-hmm. Why, why do I have this? If I suddenly like mm. now... It's I like can investigating. Yeah, investigating. I can feel my heart is starting uh, to mm. pump and I start getting sweaty and mm. warm. And, and uh, I ask questions. Why, why mm. do I suddenly feel like this? W- what's mm. happening with me? Maybe it's because I'm nervous. Maybe it's because something... Uh, we are talking about something that is very distressing uh, uh, for me sensitive. or sensitive mm. or something then I start to mentalize and I tr- mm. try to make up uh, an explanation and in, in a story that's mm. where stories come in we we cannot not make stories we always mm. make try stories and create s- create try to make sense of. of sense. Uh, we, we are sense making creatures mm. we don't uh, just go through life without making stories, of course we can do that but it would uh, to some degree we can't not make stories at all, but uh, that would not make us humans. But mm. to some degree, we can shut it off. But uh, of course, to the we we pay a high price for it, mm. um, like fragmentation and, and all sort of things. Anyway, just to go through the, the the last one, we can mentalize externally and internally, like uh. internal states or outer behavior.
0: Mm. Mm? Just the third one. So yourself, yeah. self, and other. So other is when you are engaging with someone and you're trying to to be aware or in tune of their mental states yeah to
1: have so your own and, and other people's mental states that's why empathy would because many people say well
0: What's mentalizing is like
1: empathy why not use the word mm. empathy mm. first of all empathy uh, you know doesn't um, in in it in the word it doesn't imply that you have empathy for yourself but Mm. you can say okay i have empathy for myself but but the second thing with the the word empathy is what i talked about earlier it's the the verb and noun differentiation Mm. because empathy you can uh, mentalizing is a process Mm. that you always are engaged in in it and you can slip out of it and in in In, into it and it's not in degrees mm. yeah And it's not something that you do once and, uh, okay, I have empathy for you. I can understand you. Uh, And and now it's just that empathy is is a dimension of uh, mentalizing. It's not that it's irrelevant, but it doesn't cover Mm. the concept of mentalizing. That's Mm. why, uh, even though it's a very uh intellectual world uh nobody likes it but Mm. uh, it's very useful in that sense i think this has also been very useful for me i think okay so yeah maybe um we could just move on to
2: Mm.
0: to
1: other things
0: so so uh again to to make sure we have the link Mm. so a lot of these things um i think a lot of people listening Can relate to you know the different uh, aspects of awareness of being in tune with oneself with the other being aware of the mental states and all of that but if you should uh, pull it into the 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 context of marriage Mm. once again because I can see why it's relevant if we have an argument then Mm. it becomes very clear that because it's very easy to to be Pulled out of, mm. uh, you know, of of, of mentalizing yeah. because it's like you just see all the bad in the other person and why you are wrong, uh, why you are right, and your argument or your perspective is the good one. Mm. But but if you should uh, bring it into the more let's say mundane mm. aspects of, of of you know of a marriage and well, where is it you know uh, relevant or handy. If you should like uh, give some concrete examples
1: well it's like first of all mentalizing it's also been described as being an ethical stance it has an ethical dimension yeah it's a stance and it's it's something that you can actually strive to do Mm. uh, or you can strive not to do okay Uh, but also the the ethical element of it is like is is the, the the willingness to open up and to be vulnerable about your own uh, difficulties mm-hmm. A- and also be open to your partner's vulnerabilities and mm-hmm. and and uh, feelings and and perspectives mm-hmm. and and also being curious uh, maybe we c- we can talk about some of the um, traits of mentalizing what does it entail yeah. uh, it entails that you are open and -hmm. curious and aware also aware of mental states
0: open aware and curious
1: yeah and also Mm non-judgmental that's where it there is an overlap between mentalizing and mindfulness because uh, mindfulness also has these uh, traits that you are staying curious to mental states and um, being open to whatever is and and being um, uh, you know, investigative and imaginative. Uh, well, tha- that's not mindfulness, but anyway, um, just being accepting of what whatever is mm. that occurs and happens in you. That that requires al- an effort. That that requires an, um a commitment to it. That's mm. why I called it uh, ethical and, and um, also what my understanding of the theorists are talking about it as being also ethical. Mm. Uh, so bes- besides being adaptive and, and, and uh, so
0: on, yeah. But but how how do you combine? Um, because when you say, uh, uh, may- maybe this is a little uh, not a sidetrack. A sidetrack, yeah. but mm-hmm. I uh, I would like to ask anyway that so this let's call it uh, n- non-judgmental mm. aspect. If you are an, in a relationship. Mm. How would you combine the non-judgmental aspect with dealing with some real issues? Mm. You know, you could have real challenges. Mm. We all have real challenges. That's a very
1: good question because um, that's also, you know, this schism where you, okay, where does the line go?
0: Mm.
1: Uh, That's what I sense your question is line which line boundaries maybe if this is not ethical oh, this is or like something. A yeah, you're crossing my boundaries mm. this is not okay how can I uh, how can that simultaneously be accepting
0: yeah and, and being non judgmental and being
1: non-judgmental yeah well if you we look back at the attachment mm. uh, theory mm-hmm. and 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 the, the dynamics that happens between a child and a child and a parent when you meet your child's needs when your child uh, cries out for something Mm. or expresses a need in some kind of way crying when they're small you know any type of cue that Mm. they give you you don't you're not judgmental of it Mm. you accept um, the The feeling the the need mm. and you try to understand it as best as you can Mm. uh, to your ability uh, and that 's what creates the dynamic for the child to actually be able to recognize their own uh, maybe not recognize but you know have a sense of okay, this is what i 'm feeling well this goes back to the process of how mentalizing is actually cultivated mm. uh, maybe we can go back to that, but the my main point here is to say that the non judgmental is not behavioral uh, acceptance or mm. uh, not not judging the behavior but it's accepting the feelings and the needs behind the the, the apparent behavior mm. if that if that makes sense okay like y- you you can be uh, so let's yeah so uh, uh, if can i can
0: use myself yeah? as an example mm-hmm. so let's say i'm just suddenly, well, not suddenly, but in some kind of context, I'm very aggressive towards you Mm. and uh, shouting and, you know, Mm. we might have some disagreement. And then suddenly I start, you know, uh, being aggressive and shouting and so on. Mm. Is it is it the difference, differentiation between? In
1: that, this should give you an example. In that instance, mentalizing is out the door if you start screaming and i hear you screaming at me and yelling but you could
0: be like in a
1: that's not reality because that would no, maybe I, i'm not
0: like talking about screaming but and uh, ideally
1: when we talked about mm-hmm. it in the danish context we said mm-hmm. uh exactly that that's when you maybe when you have a distance to that yeah, could you explain smid- um, mits, yeah, yeah. So to, uh, what is it called? It's to iron. It's yeah. called
0: I, No, no, I'm not sure. It's well, just uh,
1: basically the idea of, you know, putting a distance to the, to the emotions or, you know, calming down yes. and then starting to me- mentalize. Mm. Then I would maybe start to, ma- why did he get so mad? Why did mm. he get so frustrated and mm. blah, blah, blah. Then I could be curious and maybe Without even
0: being judgmental.
1: Maybe even come to understand your uh, your emotions and mm. not be judgmental of, of what 's behind the behavior mm. that 's the point of mentalizing it 's like the mental states and the mental uh, dynamics that goes on inside of you and me mm. uh, it 's not like i 'm keen on, on fixating on the non judgmental because I think mentalizing is much much more complex, but we stuck <coughs> to it because. Uh, I was trying to explain how mindfulness also could be an element of of Mentalizing but mentalizing is much more complicated than that. It's not mm. like okay non-judgmental. That's it uh, mm. That could be a strategy or a facet of it, mm. but it's it's much more than that because um, mi- Mentalizing is, is basically about understanding mm. uh, and and uh, in both being open and curious but also seeking reflect, reflect, reflection reflection mm. reflecting about what happened what 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 does this mean mm. uh, and and how is it conducive to this or our relationships and and so on and mm. how maybe i'm uh, the one that has a slightly skewed uh way of thinking maybe mm. i should maybe uh, revisit my 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 belief my systems my stance my uh, as we talked about the way I was brought up and mm. my expectations to a marriage or mm. a couple or this particular it couldn 't be something simple, mm. but this particular um, issue or area, maybe I should uh, reevaluate, or maybe it's uh, it 's th- the opposite it's, it's there are aspects that are not clear to you to my uh, my uh, husband or wife that I must make explainable mm. that are needs that I have. That are very fundamental, and that's o- also a process that you can can only achieve that by really being self-reflective
2: mm. uh,
1: about your your own reactions, about your values, also. That's um, something we're going to come into later on mm. in this series, that we, we talk about uh, the more personal developmental aspects exactly. of, of marriage. Mm. Uh, values are very important in this aspect, and we have different values because we're different people. Mm. So how does that fit into a couple, mm. like a union between two people that have to figure out how to live together because mm. they...
0: To function as a yeah. unit. But yeah. when you say we have different values, uh, like i can could, could value could
1: order y- and you can buy value like uh, um, uh, spontaneity hmm. that's could that could be too uh, not values like in islamic values mm. or something not honesty, ethical not values not, not like that but uh, you can have is some it, some is val- it values then yeah you can value uh, that that Isn't could be it values. more
0: traits or
1: but it's something that's important to you,
0: mm. like beauty
1: or something. Mm. I value beauty, so I like to buy like mm. beautiful clothes or something. Let's mm. just say that or make a beautiful home. And, mm. and you think it's too expensive. You value maybe frugalness or something.
0: Mm. Okay. That could be and because clashes, I thought of, yeah. I thought of like meta values, like you know, like the ethical, ah, the moral okay, yeah, that, that could
1: also be uh, a, a discrepancy in a marriage. That's also yes, part of the of, of course. But
0: the reason I ask is because I, I guess that there has to be a uh, uh, overlap on the like the, the higher values.
1: Well, that's a consideration but that we have to make when we choose a p- choose a partner yeah is is there congruency is there compatibility on mm. these very meta level and, and they could also manifest themselves in traits like if you are extremely on this side uh, like very very um let's say um, orderly let's mm-hmm. just <laughs> put that as an example and i'm extremely not orderly mm-hmm. there would be clashes a lot of clashes mm-hmm. because if they even though we try to reach it, uh, some kind of agreement, mm. maybe yeah, we, we can keep, never resolve this. Yeah,
0: being pulled bumping, back by bumping, our own yeah. tendencies. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and or I being think
1: extroverted also and very introverted. Like mm. you want to socialize always, all the time, be outside. Mm. And, and I would like to be home. And then th- yeah. there can be a lot of disconnect in this yeah, sense. And I yeah. think
0: statistically also that mm. its compatibility is one of the, one of the, the factors of... You know, uh, s- successful relationships, mm. because, 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 uh, basically, uh, people who are not compatible don't keep together mm. uh, yeah. during a longer period. Yeah. So, okay, so
1: so anyway, we were just trying to go over some of the aspects of uh, traits of mentalizing we're talking mm-hmm. about non-judgmental accepting and, and curious and open but also the ability to change perspective mm-hmm. to th- look th- uh, through things from different perspectives and mm-hmm. and and trying to 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 make sense of of behavior mm-hmm. uh, in a comprehensive way um, mm-hmm. Uh, other traits—I uh, can't remember all of them now. There uh, are lists of, of, you know, traits that that um, that characterize uh, mentalizing. But mm, I think people ha- have the gist of it now, uh, mm-hmm. maybe. Or you can say yeah, something yeah, I is I unclear. I so, <coughs> but anyway, mentalizing, of course, is the basis of any kind of relationships. Mm. So the the thing that I don't think I don't know if we have time to get through uh, to get over it But how how does it form in in the child parent relationship? Because that's where the basis of mentalizing is actually created or some or enhanced or uh, developed, let's say mm-hmm. uh, Some some researchers or theorists have have contemplated that um, actually we have like the Chomsky and program or disposition for Not language chomsky.
0: noam chomsky
1: noam chomsky is you know he's famous for developing a theory about how we are uh, have a disposition for language mm-hmm. that is universal uh, mm-hmm. so that's what they say we have a disposition for mentalizing universally
2: mm-hmm. but
1: the way that it is shaped and formed is dependent on the quality of attachment security that we had when we were children mm. it's not like when you have an insecure uh, attachment that you can't mentalize at all okay. we 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 are this we are we have a disposition for mentalizing in our brains mm. like we are created to be mentalizing because we have this we are born into social environments mm. that w- we can't survive without really uh, having an ability to uh, interpret behavior based mm. on mental states. If you get uh, yes, the yes. argument, yeah. Mm. But but the quality of how or how well we are uh, able to maintain uh, mentalizing throughout uh, stress and and uh, emotional pain, like anger, fear, or um, shame, or something, mm-hmm. and how uh, or even infatuation. Um, or extreme uh, happiness uh, that can also um, um, you know intervene with our ability to mentalize so how well we are able to regulate our emotions uh, in order to mentalize is completely uh, not completely but very much dependent on the quality of attachment that we have with uh, have had with our uh, parents Mm. because they are you know they have um, th- through their own responsiveness to our to us they help us develop and cat- and organize our own internal world mm. and when we have an organized internal world we can easily um access uh, emotions and and uh, like be also uh, open up and flexible in our own understanding of ourselves and others, and be more, you know, able to calm ourselves and uh, in in circumstances that require us uh, um, being more calm or mm. or regulated. Mm. Uh, and this process, um, I don't think, maybe it's. Bit a bit too much to go into it but this process of mirroring I think this concept of mirroring is very mm. important maybe we can just go yeah, so basically
0: more mirroring is this this uh, yeah. this, uh, this interaction, interaction that happens between, between the, the, the mother child and child mm. and also
1: between all peoples. but
2: mm.
1: why we focus on the mother and child because that's where it starts that's yeah. how you you build you get your building block mm. for uh, the the way that you comprehend relationships mm. that you t- later on take with you when you f- when you are married
2: mm. Mm? Yeah.
1: so what happens what, what they found out is that um, in order to, to uh, achieve secure attachment um, the mother or, or the father when they interact with their child's needs, mm. any kind of needs, even if there are needs to play mm. or to, you know, just uh, um, uh, have eye, eye contact or mm.
0: babbling
1: or, or something, uh, or if they're hungry, if they're sad, or if they're afraid, or any kind of emotion that the, that the um, or needs that the child has, that when you interact with it and you show it in your face that you actually
2: hmm.
1: are mirroring the same feeling hmm. the same experience that chi- that the child has but also coupling it with other feelings hmm. because if you let's imagine that you are copying or mirroring uh, the exact yeah, feeling right <laughs> Of your child, if your child is crying, then you start crying. Mm. What do you think would happen? It would only make the child even more, more anxious. anxious and afraid. That oh my god, what's going on? Mm. It's, it's not going to get calm if mm. you start crying. So the the ideal mirroring is a mirroring that you actually show with your face or sound or mm. or some kind of touching or that you actually are. are and uh, can mirror this exact feeling that sadness or mm. or uh, scaredness or something um, or anger maybe even that you frown your face mm-hmm. but mm. you simul- simultaneously mix it up with other emotions like oh so uh, let's let's fix this for you oh you mm. didn't like that so okay let's do this for you and mm. maybe we can know oh i understand you, you just start talking that's Occurs so natural uh, to so many people, um, yeah, mothers when and when fathers. You're when when you, you when you're
0: dealing with a when an infant, with
1: an infant, you d- it just comes naturally and intuitively. Hmm. But actually, not all people have this intuitively, hmm. uh, and that maybe can be traced back to them not having had parents that actually that mirrored them in this hmm. proper manner. So, um, so yeah, that's very interesting. I think in, my hmm. in uh, that this process of mirroring is actually what builds up the the like the vocabulary if you would say uh, if of course it's not like language but it's like representations or mm. symbols for the child Interaction to to with interpret the,
0: with the world and interpret it's itself the in themselves the yeah and then they
1: they in thro- through this process uh, if there's uh, enough of it let's mm. say 33% maybe mm. <laughs> or some kind uh, on, on that scale, that um, over time, there's a whole repertoire that builds up in the, in the child, a whole lot of experience that they have. Mm. Well, okay, uh, I can express my feelings, and I can be understood. Mm. So that's, that's the frame. Of course, it's not uh, explicit or conscious, no, no, no. but it's like the, that's the frame that that's they build up. The f- that they uh, that they take on with them and they build on it when they're two three four five and uh, up to the adult life mm. and of course the um, uh yeah mm. so that's the main idea of mentalizing okay. um yeah
0: and again i don't know if uh if we are about to
1: yeah i think we should maybe just close off here and it's mm-hmm. also been Almost an hour and a half now. So,
0: but but again, because now when we're talking about mirroring, mm-hmm. how would you uh, draw it back to our discussion about relationships in our adult life? Because
1: yeah, well, that's that's the thing. When when you mentalize, you actually um, have empathy. That's that's what we talked about being mm-hmm. one of them. And empathy is is you know you can you can. Um, easily uh, uh, argue that this is part of mirroring that mm. you actually show the other person that you that you get get them mm. or at least you try uh, to uh, get uh, uh, them
0: nor, now you're talking about adult adults, setting adults yeah adult uh, setting yeah, yeah like
1: mentalizing how is it, how does it wha- how to how does it look like in a relationship mm. I know this is ideal. I know it's very difficult, especially mm. when you have feelings in, in uh, that are uh, hurt or mm. something. That's what we said. Something when which
0: has been suppressed. Suppressed
1: or, or something that is ongoing that mm. you really don't have any patience with. But I actually, I would say, I would maybe close off by, by saying that uh, you can say, okay, I'm trying, loud. now maybe you have lis- you have listened to this and you are curious and you want to learn more about it and you go mm. read books and you li- listen to lectures and you actually grasp the concept of mentalizing and you mm. say to yourself, okay, I'll, I'll, I want to mentalize, I mm. want to practice this uh, capacity, I want to be a good mentalizer mm. <laughs> because I think it's meaningful in all sorts of manners. Um, so how do I get my husband to do it or how mm. do I get my wife to do it? And mm. that? That's also the process back to attachment and relationships. That's the main point here. You, oh, you, the way to enhance mentalizing in relationship is by mentalizing. Mm. So uh, I know it's a very simple answer. And I don't think it's quite uh, that simple. I think it's more complicated. But mm. it will get you a long way. If you start mentalizing in your relationships and try to you know regulate your own emotions and be you know curious about your own selves and your own reactions when you are heated in Mm. a heated debate or something Mm -hmm. the more that you can regulate your own emotions and try to really be curious and understanding of the perspective of your wife or your husband that naturally calls upon the attachment system to be Mm. triggered and the person Unless they are completely i don't want to say the this is a very bad word, but unless they are compre- cl- completely uh, broken inside and mm. have been uh, had a really terrible attachment style mm. uh, it will trigger their own mm. sense of mentalizing and 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 fee- feeling secured actually because when you try to understand exactly. them, they will f- f- uh, develop a, a sense of okay, this is a person that actually wants to try to understand me and wants to. To know, to get me to get to the bottom of this, she wants she or he wants uh, something good for me. Mm. Then they calm down, yeah, and as soon as they come down, the, the mentalizing capacity actually arises, mm. as we uh, talked about. It's it's very natural for us exactly. to mentalize, but you have um, to
0: like have your guard down. Yeah,
1: but also <laughs> another aspect that I don't think uh, because that's what the mantra is mentalizing begets mentalizing that's a mantra in, mm-hmm. in, in mentalizing but I also think there's an ethical stance in this mm-hmm. because you have to be willing to also be vulnerable mm-hmm. and you have to be willing to 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 engage in this process because it's not easy mm-hmm. and it's going to to involve that you also look in yourself in your own demons and exactly. devils and in 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 shadow sides and, and, and maybe uh, and reconcile with some things exactly. in in, a, in a so it's not an easy process um, it's also where you hold yourself accountable okay. and that's where on a deeper level on a deeper like level yeah you know, um, bec- because so it yeah. can be
0: easy like saying, well yeah. I, I'm taking myself accountable da, da, da. Uh, but but
1: also yeah. because the other person if let's imagine they are s- themselves new to this concept and w- uh, maybe have not been Uh, so uh, Aware of this uh, aspect of relationships they try and they want it's not like they're super mentalizers Suddenly Mm. they will have difficulty even themselves Mm. Trying to calm themselves down and be open and mentalizing and and so on
2: Mm.
1: Towards themselves and others that's also very important aspect because when you mentalize you also start to notice that okay actually I have been suppressing my own feelings a lot of the times yeah. Uh, now it's time for me to actually stand up for my needs in mm. my in my uh, values in my uh, mm. uh, emotions. They are as much uh, valid as as my partner's, and that exactly. maybe can also create conflict when there is no conflict mm. because it's all very
0: smooth, smooth, and, and yeah.
1: everything is put under the, the carpet. Exactly, it, it so can also be can the be opposite. Creating
0: yeah. conflict, you when can maybe there?
1: even start co- creating conflict. Uh, mm in the name of mentalizing, but hopefully it's, it's conflicts that are overdue mm. and that and need can to need, need to be resolved mm. and also can be resolved because mentalizing also implies that you, that you are sensitive to the other person's needs, not mm. only your own needs. Exactly. So yeah, okay. I, I don't know if we have been uh, all, yeah, I think that this is where I want to, leave it mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: and and as, uh, like we said with other um, aspects of our conversations about marriage mm. we we see this uh, this uh, process or this series as a as a like a staircase mm. so we want to like uh, you know discuss some things mm. so we can also you know refer so so this this series of discussions can actually l- be like a, a connected process mm. because we might be uh, referring back to something we discussed like in the beginning mm. because it's connected to mm. let's say for example in the in the fourth domain yeah. where we will be talking about practical issues of being in a relationship so it's you know responsibilities and 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 you know practical chores and mm. it ties back again to to, you know, to our uh, ability to connect with each other, to being aware of each other. But mm. it's, so so we're not finished with talking about mentalizing no, or absolutely attachment. No, yeah. I think
1: I, I think also maybe I'm looking forward to even maybe uh, un- unpacking it even more when we, yeah, and, and we go And putting it further. into context yeah. of mm.
0: marriage in a more uh, specific way. Yeah. Because now, today, it's been very... Uh, theoretical a lot of the the discussion but uh, but we hope for uh, those who have been uh, on the ride all the way mm. that, uh, yeah. that the the perspectives can be uh both you know something w- of insight but also like you said maybe in general like opening uh, doors for further exploration mm. for for uh, for the individual to like mm. to say well maybe I would like to look into this more to explore this for myself mm. and so on because it's a it's an ongoing process exactly yes so uh, with that said uh, as always we will be um, encouraging to share and uh, with family and friends and so on uh, if,
1: you, if you found any use uh, mm-hmm. for this uh, please um, yeah, share it with the the people around you, or maybe even your spouse. Or
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, that's always a tricky one. Yeah, <laughs> not to share with your spouse. Yeah, you um, need to
1: look at this. You need yeah, to exactly. Practice
0: it. But so. um, yeah, and uh, and we'll be looking forward to to continuing yeah. our conversations in the in the coming episodes in China.
1: Yes. Talk to you soon in China. Yes. Yeah. Assalamualaikum. alaykum.
0: As-salamu alaykum.